0: Three, two, one. Get a, darling. What's going on? How are we? I'm good. I'm uh, feeling good. I'm good. I'm liking this Wednesday ritual. It's such a part of my my weekly. It is routine now. Yeah. It's uh, it's fantastic. I'm loving it. Yeah, I'm I excited. love it. Too, I start my two days work from home like every Thursday, Friday. So it's like go to work Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Wednesday yeah. night podcast, then home for the next two days, and then it's the weekend. So it's just oh, such a fuck. good, like, That's system killer. at the moment. Um, Especially this weekend.
1: Yes. We're going to go do the uh, Wormholes podcast
0: up in, At a uh, remote
1: location. At a remote location.
0: That we can't disclose in case any crazy stalker fans. <laughs> crazy stalker Look, fans. Look, when you're this when you're just a couple of absolute strapping young gentlemen yeah, well, that, that they don't have any idea how we look because the photo's, the photo's on the photo's just like a side picture yeah. of us sitting on the couch. Uh, but when they do find out, you don't right. want them to know where our deep underground yeah. bases are. This is our dumb deep underground military Sierra base. Because then they'll be there. They'll be yeah. there with signs and with possibly pitchforks. Who knows? Oh, yeah, on, who knows? Depending well, on which they episode they to. They could be flaming to.
1: fucking torches or they could be signs of peaceful just protest. Just flaming billies. Who knows? Who knows? Who oh. knows? <laughs> <laughs> So this time around we wanted to just make it more about the newscast and just talk about some of the uh, shit going on, didn't we? Right now, yeah. Just
0: uh, get a bit – get a bit recent – just get a little bit recent on it because but then this weekend i'm excited for this this weekend we're going to do one from our remote deep underground military base location where yes. we have zero plans we're going to it is oh, we and might, we're going to be probably all kinds of inebriated uh, yeah just a like a slight you know maybe one or two uh chardonnays i'd say um <laughs>
1: chardonnays definitely, definitely not 11 words.
0: games of beer pong before we do a, bo- a podcast <laughs> Um, uh, and which reminds me, bring the table. Um, and yeah, well, actually, yeah. Fuck, I'll get out of the shed, man. For sure, for sure.
1: And I'm, know. You know what? I've actually decided that I'm
0: going to bring my third mic along, and we're going to have our first guest. Oh, just are we just going to rotate? Like, are we just going to have a little spot from everyone down at the shack and just let them all? That'd be cool. Let them all introduce themselves. Or we'll just. We'll, we should do a quick. We do this every time we start spitballing about oh, our right, ideas. About while ideas. We're on the podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We just do a quick questionnaire. And then we'll just pump through the house guests and we've, they've got to answer our little set of questions yes. and that'll be our first like little guest part yes. of – Yes, yes. Um, I, I, like I, I
1: was thinking of making this one like the one uh, – like basically like bonus content. Yep. So figuring out a way to uh, maybe get our uh, core listeners, the people that are really engaged with us, just to give them something special to say thank you yeah. because I don't know if I want my extremely drunk ass. I know I'm going to say
0: something stupid. Well, the thing is, at least we can review it. It's not we're doing it live. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. We can but listen. I still
1: want to keep the authenticity. So I think we're... all the uh, the the fans that lo- are really engaging and in getting into it, we, c- we can make this a special or make that one a special episode for. Unless us. it's
0: fire. Like, oh, unless it's it's fire. fire. Yeah, yeah, then, yeah, yeah. That's it. Um, look, look. I've got to see. I don't know about you doing gigs and and music shows, but I um, mean, you know, I've done some stand up gigs in some fucking states. Um, so <laughs> no, I can't uh, I've got a fairly good idea of what me at at uh, an at inebriation 101 is going to look like. Yeah. Um, that, that, with my stand-up show, my, my main fringe show, on the Friday night I went with all my work people Um, and so I was supposed to finish at five. Boss knocks us off at, like, 3.30. My show's at nine. We've been at the Elephant for six hours before show starts. Fuck. Um, And I was actually out the back of the show, like, sculling water, like, trying to, like, gather my bearings. Yeah, yeah, no shit. And my boss recorded the show with his phone, and it was pretty good. Like, in, in... Considering how annihilated I was, it was okay. But then the next night was when we got it professionally done. Yeah. And I'd had like maybe two or three beers, and there is a noticeable difference. Really? between. So that was one of the times where I'm like, yeah, maybe I do my best work when I'm dropping. No dickhead. No, nah, like no, nah, not a couple at all. of beers take the edge off. That's the sweet spot. Yeah. Not you know what? twelve beers and fucking four <laughs> shots. It's
1: ridiculous. Like I have a very like not, not a similar story, but like um, I remember a couple of years ago uh i was probably like three years ago or four years ago i was playing a show at hq like with a dj that we did a song with main room um uh no not main room the it was little, that other uh, one yeah, like yeah. to the you know how you like when, when you're the old so one you used to go in
0: yeah yeah, so yeah. it
1: was good fun um but yeah i uh i thought i did well everybody else <laughs> they oh. were like holy shit you're drunk <laughs> and i was like am i really so, yeah, I don't know. I guess that, well, that, that, like, that, that they were like, you, you didn't really necessarily like sound that off. You just like, you just looked like
0: you were you just tell. Naked. Yeah, well, what gave it away is that you weren't even facing the audience. You yeah, were yeah, just yeah. like talking into the fucking Marshall <laughs> speaker tower.
1: Yeah, I was just like facing the you know, the curtains at the back or the,
0: the big LED screen, just facing it like yelling yeah. at it. Yeah,
1: that's uh, great. fucking hell. Is that
0: your, like, obviously you didn't really know, but is that the most wankered you've probably ever done a, a show? Uh, yeah, oh,
1: yeah, by far, bro. When I'm actually playing, because like, um, I play guitar and sing at the same time. So yeah. there is no fucking way
0: you can do. You that. are
1: multitasking like that when, when you've got
0: alcohol in your system. It's just not possible. My quick other time is um, I did a raw comedy. So it's a competition. So I was nervous because of that. Uh, I went out for dinner and my mates had like brought some spliffs and they were like, oh, yeah, do you want to have one before dinner? I'm like, yeah, we'll have another one after maybe. Depends on when I'm on. And then I got there, and they're like, Oh, you're on first. So, like, I'm only very, I'm maybe one or so years into starting comedy. Yeah. Never gone first ever. Um, and it's a competition. So, I was so nervous. So, then me, genius, thought maybe I'll have another spliff and that'll help take the, the nerves away. Oh, no. It, it's not that it didn't do anything about the nerves. Like, I, I got up there. And I was just on another planet. Like I was actually pacing up and down the stage, like trying to get a punchline out. No shit. And it was like, again, it wasn't like nerves. It was actually I was just whacked to shit. Like I was just, and I've never, I've never liked doing it. Yeah. Oh, good catch. When
1: the towers go down.
0: (laughs) Um, I've never, uh, I've never liked to do it. A- any sort of uh, stone since then. Nah, I can Just imagine, not can imagine, man. Not my well, like,
1: because, like, you, would, you wouldn't be thinking at the speed that you need to be thinking at. No, You'd be able to think creatively, but you wouldn't be thinking at the speed. And I assume, I've never actually gone up and done stand-up, probably never will, but, like, I assume that you need
0: to have that kind of reaction time where it's... Well, that's the thing. It's good for that, actually. Like, if you can get up there, like, a little bit, then your ad-libby stuff, because that's where, like, a lot of my best stuff has all... Jokes that have turned from eh into yeah um have happened from ad libbing. Like I'll get up there with the idea that I came up with laying in bed one night, yeah. and then as I'm doing it, my brain will go, "Hey, this sounds like add this on the end," and I add that, and I'm like, "That's awesome, killer. killer." Um, so it helps with that kind of stuff because that's you know what I mean. That's that natural kind of like stone, um, but it doesn't help with your general where am I at in my set? Yeah, like because the you know the flow, what's next. How much time have I been up here for? Like it kind of oh, throws yeah, that all would of throw that out of the whack. Um, so yeah, not fun.
1: Wouldn't that throw your time perception just like super, like super off?
0: Yeah, dude.
1: Is it do you do you ever like have like a clock or a timer? No,
0: nah, never. So, you just so the timer. only thing that gives you some uh, clubs will give you a light. So, right, like, a light will okay. come on. So, if you ever notice when someone's, like, up there going la-la-la and all of a sudden they're bright red, yeah, that's normally a stage light that they put on to let you know you've uh, got, like, a minute left. Okay, right, right, um, right. And then it will flash or, like, it'll flash at four minutes yeah, and then it will come on and stay on at five saying, like, get the oh, fuck off. Oh,
1: okay, interesting. Um, so,
0: you do get some places that give you cues, yeah. um, but some places obviously don't have those or whatever, so you've just got to kind of do it yourself. Yeah, no
1: shit, yeah. Every time I've played a show, like, I've never had a set that's gone longer than the, like, Dedicated time that we've had, so it's never been a problem.
0: Yeah, um, yep. like yeah, like you, you're you'd rather purposely, music with your set. You know, yeah, okay. That's this it. is this many minutes. Allow a minute this for talking songs, yeah. and whatever. Then you're like, bang, yeah, you know
1: the yeah. time. But the, like, there's often, uh, quite often, like a clock or a digital clock on the side. With ah, yeah, often,
0: okay, that works. Yeah.
1: All right. Should we? Uh, should we jump in head first? Well, uh, yeah. Let's do it. All right. I I'll tell you what. I'm going to start on something a little bit serious. And I know you wanted to talk about this because you mm-hmm. mentioned it. Got an article here from the ABC saying the COVID vaccine is likely to be mandatory in Australia. Scott Morrison says after signing a deal with Oxford University. That's odd that they say Oxford University because I looked into it and it was, a, it was a. It was actually a company,
0: not the university, that is producing this vaccine. Yeah. So, uh,
1: it's AstraZeneca is the company.
0: Yeah. Couple of funny things about this or I guess interesting tidbits is that it's weird to have such a uh like a a huge and and noise generating headline for nothing. Yeah. Like they've kind of said we're gonna do it and it's we're gonna try and make it mandatory, but we don't have any idea when that's gonna be. Yeah, like well, that's what's kind of weird, and and there's a there's a fair few th- theories floating around that it's more about them trying to divert attention away from the aged care like absolute meltdown that's yeah, happening at the moment, yeah, which is going to work because you know you've got everyone already up in arms about the well, whole yeah, mandatory um, aspect d- of it, and it's yeah it's not like they're saying by this date we've already done it we've already this and and we're ready to go and this is when it's going to roll out, which again would be scary as fuck if that was the case, but um, yeah it's just them. Sort of going, be prepared because this might happen. That's if it ever, like there, there's even a theory that it will never make it to market and that this is just them again trying to divert attention and make noise and gauge response because that's what they do this stuff for. They want to see when they rate, when all the news places create their polls, which is already happening, like would you take it and do you think it should be mandatory? Um, They're getting feedback from the public. Yeah. The good thing was, is that I was seeing over 50% for both of those polls in not in favour of having it and not in favour of uh, it being mandatory. The mandatory part is the one I'm more concerned about.
1: Yeah, look, look, I've got nothing necessarily against vaccines. It's a part of um, the, I guess, part of my knowledge that's lacking because I know there's a lot of people out there that have a big problem with vaccines Um, and then obviously there's a lot of supporting evidence to say that what they do works. Um, Yeah. But look... At the end of the day, what I have a massive problem is, and I'm sure it's the same with you, is that if for, for a virus that has a 99.96% survival rate, I think you should be allowed to choose whether you get an injection
0: or not. Yeah. Simple just the fact that. that it's such a focal point of this. Like um, I was listening to a thing before where they just were putting all the clips together of the news places, and I love that when people assemble... The news, you know that one that's like, um, uh, where they're talking about fake news and whatever, yeah. and it's all those news stations in America going, "This is a threat to our democracy," yeah. like, and every single one of them are reading the exact same script. The Four AM talking um, points, they're called. Yep, yeah, yeah. and they. Um, the same thing with this, like we will not go back to normalcy until – always American – until we have a vaccine, until a vaccine's been rolled out, we cannot go back to normal or we're risking people's lives and just saying that over and over again. And, again, it's just why for this? This thing is not doing the damage. And then they've already been caught out with, like, number fudging. They've been caught out with the testing, like, you know, false positives and things like that. So so even at the rate that we think that it's happening – Could be less than that. Um, And again, it's not about saying that it doesn't exist or it's not harmful or whatever. It's just for there to be such a push for this vaccine or to be threatening our freedoms to only come back on the basis of us accepting a mandatory vaccine. It just seems like a very big push.
1: Yeah, it seems um, disproportionate is probably the word. Um, Because, look, I'm not going to sit here and say the virus doesn't exist because it most definitely does. Um, But... And the anti-hydroxychloroquine stuff as well.
0: Like, you Well, just look I saw, at the suppression I saw of that. something
1: that said that the Queensland government were going to fine people with over $1,000 if they wanted to take hydroxychloroquine or if they were caught
0: with hydroxychloroquine.
1: So what? how is that not... Like, what? Yeah. How is that not proof that like something's going
0: on here? You're making now... So, like, think about, it, like, possession charges. So you're making you're making a possession charge for a actual FDA-approved... Yeah, drug that's so weird like imagine that they're like oh you know you've got a headache if we catch you taking panadol you're fine uh, you better take Nurofen, motherfucker because yeah. that's the one we make the most money from like or something or yeah that, yeah you yeah, know? yeah. i know what you mean um, but look just to go on what you were saying again like i don't know enough about the science behind vaccines what yeah I, and i i don't have a concern with them on a whole i have a concern with two aspects it's the, again, exactly what you said. It's the, it's the um, you know, making something mandatory. Mandatory at all, right? Even, even if it seems to be perfect. Like, I'm still concerned about them mandating yeah. it for everyone and saying, oh, there can be medical exemptions. But I know people who have had people, like, you know, kids or whatever with reactions and they've still struggled to get exemptions. So yep. them just saying, oh, there's medical exemptions doesn't quantify people being able to actually get them. Um, so anything where, you know, it's the same thing that happened with the whole abortion thing, you know. It's just about fighting for our rights to be able to have control over our bodies and, and deciding what we want to do with them. I, I don't think oh. that's an outrageous request. Look,
1: not at all, mate. I think it's uh it should just be a right, a human right that you choose what goes on with your body. I'm I'm, I'm actually pretty fucking sick of the government like making it seem like they want to hold your hand through life and like be there to protect you, but. Like shit. Anybody that knows anything knows
0: that that's fucking not the case. They what, would, they would, they would throw you under the bus as quick as they could. That's the thing that gets me mad. Is that people will understand or agree with me on a lot of other things. And this again, it always comes back to that Matrix line where you know if you have to understand, if to to accept the reality of what we're talking about is so hard for people to comprehend that it's easier for them to just be like, oh, you're a fucking lunatic for thinking about these things. But it's like we know that corruption. And this to, to get to my second point about it is like. It's not the vaccines themselves that I question necessarily. It is the pharmaceutical companies that are in charge of making them with the finest ingredients and storing them well and making sure that they're, they, because one of the biggest things is that it's very hard to test what they all do together. This is the thing when it comes to the whole, you know, with our kids and whatever, it's like you are, yes, they've all gone through their testing individually in order to be able to make it with market, but you don't, you can't properly get a human in and just say, hey, we're just going to inject you with every single yeah. one together and see how that goes. I don't believe that those tests have been done. No. Um, so for to them to say they're all fine on their own, but then they're not really sure what they're all doing in conjunction with each other in such a short time on, on a young person. Yeah. Um, and... I'm just not – I can't be certain of the quality. You know, I know as we talk about, we know that the pharmaceutical industry are about making money, right? And so then why would they cut corners with other things and not cut corners with the way that they produce these things? Especially
1: considering most vaccines come out in – wasn't it like fucking five years or something like that? More? It's like I just don't believe that after fucking four or six months even that they've – Got anywhere near something that's safe?
0: It's just—it just seems fishy, man. Like yeah. that's, that's simple as that. There's no, there's nothing more to it. And one of the good things that was coming out of today is like this, you know, was people saying, you know, I, I normally uh, get so frustrated with anti-vaxxers, but when they're trying to push rush something to the market and then mandate it, that's the kind of shit that plays right into all the concerns that they've shared. And uh, exactly right. it's good to see that again. You know, he's had to, who, or he or she, whoever it was, is you know made sure they've had the dig. Um, in the first place, but they're at least acknowledging that, that there are valid concerns out of that yeah. stuff. That's why we've, you know, again, I say we've like we're a part, but I just, I'm, I'm asking questions about everything, you know. That's the point of what we said in one of the very first episodes is that I just want to make sure that we're always asking questions about things. It's not about saying... I hands down, I'm not going to be given anything that's going to make me change my opinion. It's not about that. It's just about, as you said, it seems a bit fishy. Seems rushed. Yeah. Anything that's rushed like that shouldn't be mandated. I don't think they are crazy to to want to. Not at all, mate. Not at all. I think about the it.
1: people that are out here um, are making fun of you know this kind of thing are the crazy people. Yeah. You know, like it, it actually it actually frustrates me sometimes, and I know that like. Getting angry at these people and like calling them sheep, like is or like whatever, is not the answer. No, you really got to like. I almost feel somewhat sorry for them a little bit, because they they don't have the ability to critically think and look at any kind of information other than what's been pushed in their faces through traditional media or uh, through you know in quotation marks uh, accepted media.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's 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 odd, man. It's well, odd. Well, you see it in the comment, right? To even today. There'll be people who, oh, there was a hit piece. Like, so they released the articles about the, the, what exactly the article that you shared and that we, we started this conversation. Yeah. And then within hours, news.com already had an article about anti vaxxers rage up against uh, ScoMo or whatever. And then, like, just took all the most, like, ludicrous comments out of your comment threads and put that in the article yeah. to make us look insane. But, yeah. All the people in these chats that are calling us crazy, they're going, oh, someone opened the doors at the mental asylum. And then people are like laughing and commenting on that. But it's like, you're not helping right, we're, we're, we're literally trying to make sure that we're not being pushed down the path of something that wow. is not being correctly tested, That's it. that yeah. isn't being rushed, that isn't about making money, that, you know, we just want all of those things to be made abundantly clear and to be assured of that before we're going to go and put things in ourselves and in our ki- children and our family. Why is that? Why is that crazy? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And, like, I get – I know that the way that some people approach it does come across as, as batshit well, sometimes. yeah, you're going to have your fruit loops. Um But, but like, th- this message can't be lost. And I think, you know, again, when you listen to this podcast, I don't think we sound like a couple of lunatics, you know. We're not sitting here screaming well, nah. down the microphone. That's it, yeah. Um, we're trying to just bring you concerns in a way that is backed by some sort of, um, you know, uh, factual evidence or, or consistencies. Um, you know, I, I was listening a little bit about um, the the Gates Foundation and the whole HPV thing that happened in India, yeah. And what he ended up, um, you know, getting in shit for, and and how like, you know, these parents were being uh, like they were doing these injections of these young Indian girls, like again without the parents' knowledge, and they were telling these girls it was miracle cancer injections that they were getting, yeah. Um, so make them do it willingly. And then all of them started having, you know, all these major issues. And it's just like, again, how is that not something that, again, not everyone knows. So that that's the kind of thing that we need to bring to people's attention. Go and have a look into that stuff with the Gates Foundation and India and, and the HPV vaccine. But that's the sh- kind of shit that makes me concerned.
1: Well, that's it, man. There's, there's already so much evidence of it already happened before. So you know, what makes me want to trust the government this time or trust, you know, Bill Gates or anything like that this time.
0: And I hate the t- idea that they're like, oh, well, that happened in a, you know, a third world or whatever part. No, it no. doesn't fucking matter where they're going. Yeah. If, if we agree, and this is why they do those things and, and release these articles because they want to gauge response and see how willing to just go along with it that we are before they initiate the next phase... Um, that's what they're looking for. It doesn't matter what part of the world we're coming from. Um, if they can get us to go, yeah, no, nah, fucking sounds good, sign me up. Um, and it was even talking about the ones um, for uh, like a swine flu in the 70s yeah, where okay. people, they had all these ad, like adverts and shit that got passed for like roll up your sleeve. That's where the initial roll up your sleeve right. came from and they lied and said that there was like – they'd actually got found out that they'd lied about possible neurological damage that they found had happened in test subjects. And there was all these people being questioned about, you know, um, how could you – knowing – we've got these reports that you guys made of doing your testing saying there was neurological, but then when you took it to market, you didn't admit any of that and the people are just sitting there like, oh, sorry. Well,
1: there's an act that was passed – I don't know if it's an international act, but at least in America there's an act that got passed, which uh, essentially – I don't know what the act is, but it essentially – Got rid of any liability of the, vac- uh, the the pharmaceutical companies for damage caused by the vaccine, so you can't sue yeah, essentially
0: yeah. because they were basically going out of business because there was yeah, that many yeah. lawsuits that were being filed. So then they all basically said, "Well, we're not going to produce these anymore um, unless you are uh, um, unless you protect us in some way." So they made this act that basically allowed them to not be able to be. So again, you just got to look at all these things, and this is—we're not bringing you crazy, like you know, we're not saying, "Oh, Uncle Bob said that this is the thing," and that we're just we're we're bringing you some sort of evidential stuff that you can go and research yourself.
1: Because well, if you don't bring people evidence, they're just not going to ever take one take you serious, and two, and more importantly, go and look at it themselves. Do you know Ron
0: Funches? No, I don't. No. He's like a a black comedian from the U.S. and um, he was on Joe Rogan. And he was talking about his his son having autism and like my mate who told me about this only today, because we obviously the article came out and we just started having a conversation. And he goes, Yeah, Ron Funches was on um, was on Rogan and in the middle of a conversation he, he talked about how, um, you know, he's not a big like anti-vax person or whatever, but he's like, But just telling you my story, like just giving you my story. Yeah. My son could talk and 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 do all these normal things. And then we went and got his his regular vaccinations that he needed to have and now he's never been able to talk properly again. Fuck. And he's like, again, I'm not trying to sit here and, and tell you all of these things, but now he's all he's autistic and he's gonna need assistance for the for pretty much the rest of his life. Yeah. Um, and that's the only correlating thing that I can bring to you is that he was fine and, and a perfectly normal, healthy kid before we went and had it. Like there's so many
1: examples of that, man. There really is. I've seen it on the internet of so many parents just going well, yeah, this ma- has caused this has caused my son or my daughter to to lose mental capacity. Simple yep. as that. There's n- there's n- and they wanted to sue, but they couldn't.
0: And that's the thing again. That where that comes in for me is not about just the vaccinations themselves. What makes me concerned about what's causing that is: is this a regulatory thing? Is this a quality thing? Is this a storage thing? Is this a shelf life thing? Yep. There's a lot of other factors. Like, and that's where the problem again, where we just get we speak out about this stuff and we're just instantly tarnished as like. Because again, it's like that buzzword. You, they like to go anti vaxxers No, yeah, it's not yeah, about yeah. that. Um, it's the same as anything. It's it's the same as, you know, any sort of pharmaceutical that can have these kind of repercussions should be looked into and questioned by people. It just should um, be. Eh? You know, it's why we talked about in the mental health stuff, we were talking about our our you know, some of the concerns we have over the, the antidepressants and those sort of things, because there are some people that it does fucking significant damage to or that yep. they're never able to get themselves off of it because as soon as they try, the wall just close in on them um, and then they end up, you know, kind of like zombieing themselves for an extended period of time because the ladder of the option is, is so hard for them to overcome. You know, there's yeah. lots of those things where it's just – it's about awareness. It's about having these conversations. Um, so, yeah, it's going to be interesting to see how that plays out, man.
1: It really will be. I guess there's, uh, there's going to be a lot of people uh, – I saw, yes, I saw a, um, a video of Pauline Hansen saying, I'm not getting the vaccine.
0: Uh, yeah. I'm not doing it. It's weird. She started to come out of something like I've always thought she was so fucking just a dog shit human being, which she is, but it's crazy some of the shit that she's been coming out with lately is um is uh is, is borderline conspiratory and yeah. I can't help but uh But then again it doesn't help because she's done so much fucking stupid shit that she's not it's almost like she would be a controlled opposition in a way that they're like, yeah. all right, look You now, we need you to go out and spout this shit for us because now you're going to be lumped in with the conspiracy theorists and it's going to help us give a bad name to them further. Because that's that would be that's what I would do with her,
1: yeah. Well, you
0: know, if I was someone who was getting angry at us people that are questioning the narrative spilling down from the government, I'd take the most batshit crazy one of them and make her one of us, you know. It's like we say with the. The Alex Jones stuff and, and people like that. It's it's when you you get these people and you give them a certain set of information that they're allowed to take to people um, and then you make them fucking absolute lunatics so that when they turn on the movement at the end of it, you can be like, oh, look at this fucking yeah, lunatic. Exactly that right. was just – he never had any idea and – Yeah, yeah
1: discredit. Funny. you can just discredit everything they've ever said
0: and done. Yep. It's hard, man. It's hard to wade through this shit. That's it really is. Here. That's why we're here. Down, exactly down, right. That's holes. where we're going
1: down the hole. Down the hole. What else you got for All us? All right. Number two. Let's have a look into it. it says, uh, got one here. Man sentenced to life in prison for selling less than a gram of marijuana will finally be freed. So a US military veteran who was sentenced to life in prison. Hold on,
0: just pause that. A US military veteran yep, as well. Like, yep. oh, I fucking hate the justice system. Oh, dude. who was
1: sentenced to life in prison over less than $30 of marijuana is going to be released. So Which
0: <laughs> street value of 4.3 million uh, though, of yeah, course. Yeah, yeah,
1: oh, yeah. They'll fucking raise the value by like 400% if they can. What is it? Derek Harris was arrested in Louisiana in 2008 for selling undercover officer... ...an an undercover officer, 0.69 grams of cannabis. Not even a gram. Not
0: even a rage, bro.
1: Not even a fucking Saturday night rage. Not even a Monday night. Not even a Monday night. (laughs) Well, Harris was initially convicted and sentenced to 15 years in prison. In 2012, he was re-sentenced to life in prison under the state's oh. draconian habitual offender law, which grants judges the freedom to impose far harsher sentences on defendants with prior criminal charges. Okay, so this dude's done shit before. Still. Still serve still nine serve years. Serve nine years, yeah. Um, I don't know why that's... Yeah, that's just fucking ridiculous. Honestly, that's ridiculous, eh?
0: Well, part of my theory behind why they've had to slow play the whole marijuana legalisation is because it would cripple the military... or oh, the, the prison... Um, yeah. Like the prison system, like industrial complex that they've created because prison labor is the best kind of labor because it's free. Basically, um, yeah. And it's a huge industry in the US. And yeah. what they were doing is that they were – then it got privatized. So then all of these private prisons started getting erected and then they were like, well, we need people in these. So then, they were actually going out and targeting even less and less crimes to to fill these jails, and then they're in the jails, then they're doing the work for free, and it's just this massive like revolving door. Um, so if they just went, marijuana is legal, then all of a sudden you've got thousands upon thousands of people incarcerated yeah. incorrectly, and it makes sh- such a bigger noise. Um, and I mean, obviously, you know, you've then got this problem of releasing. These people who may have got arrested on weed, but there could be other problems, and you're releasing a lot of them back into the streets at one time, and they could have a bit of a chip on their shoulder for the fact they got done for weed. Well, yeah. So I do it. understand that part of it, but it's like again, you know, the, you look at what led them there in the first place, and that it was more about these private prisons being filled with people that can build stuff and and make stuff for nothing. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's very. Very very dodgy system.
1: It is man. Like they make so much money in private prisons and stuff like that. They really do. Yeah. I haven't looked in, into it too much, so I can't sit here and spout any facts about it. But I, all I know
0: is that uh, it's a lucrative industry if you can own your own prison. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. It really is. Too. That's crazy though. That's um. Yeah. I mean, he'd be one of how many stories? Oh, do. And dude. of people not um. Yeah. Not actually uh. Being imprisoned um. Or not being released. Like, how many of them are not actually getting out? Yeah, well, um, that dude, still in Yeah, there.
1: that's the thing, though. A lot of these aren't violent offenders, so they're
0: yeah. they're getting fucked over for the rest of their lives, essentially. The thing is, as well, is that you know, when you go in um, and you make your friends in there, and you uh, you establish a kind of lifestyle or whatever, the real world is a fucking shit place. Man. Oh yeah, dude. Um, and they've
1: yeah. got they'll have nothing when
0: they come out here. Yeah. You know, so um, and they're treated like criminals. You know, yeah. what I mean, like again, they've got this record, um, and they're treated like criminals. So you'd rather be in with a criminal bench, yeah, well, you know. You'd rather be getting treated like criminals, like a criminal with criminals, yeah, than out in in the real world. So, so and then the problem is, is that then they double down when they go out and they're like, oh, I need to get back in, and they're like, oh, well, you know, now they're not going to arrest me for just weed. So now I've got a fucking key of heroin or whatever it is. I mean. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah. It's, uh, it's a very, very sad place sometimes.
1: It is. It is. I'll tell you what, I think we'll take a break here. Yeah. And then we'll uh, come back. And when we come back, I'm going to go into, there's got, I've got one here, uh, President Xi Jinping of uh, China. He's uh, purged against China's deep state. Very interesting. Mm. Very interesting because uh, China seems to be a pretty hot topic when it comes to the deep state.
0: Yeah, um, there's been a lot of control. It's the one thing they never they never touch when they're like calling out the atrocities and the world over or corruption or whatever. That's one place that just doesn't get yep. it mentioned while everything is Russia, 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 yeah. Russia, Russia. But China is just this golden child apparently. <laughs> so, yeah, all right. Yeah. And we'll uh, also
1: talk about Millie Weaver, the Shadowgate documentary. Yes. She got arrested, which is pretty uh, interesting. And then we'll finish it off uh, talking about... Pentagon's top secret UFO unit brief. Senate, as ex-official says, off-world vehicles found. So...
0: Oh Yeah, there we go. I just wanted it. Now we. This is our first time. Uh, for those who can't see us because we're in video, this is the first time we've um, had headphones now as well. You may have watched a podcast before where they've got headphones on. We now have that as well. We're becoming. We're becoming, here, becoming well. Uh, so well equipped. We are. We are. Say. Which is good. I mean, well like, look. The equipped. only reason
1: I wanted to wear headphones is so that, like, we can talk a little bit quieter and we can both hear each other and. Yes, it's quite nice. It's very good, and I can use the built-in plugins on that thing, so it
0: saves me a lot of time. Now, we, uh, we've had a bit of breaking news yes. in, the, uh, in the break. We, we took a break, and obviously, you know, we uh, just have a chance to, to decompress and, and just make sure we're ready to hit the second half. Ready to headbutt life. And in that time... We have found that there has been a bit of a backpedal on the first, on the top story from uh, tonight. Yeah. About uh, Mr. ScoMo talking about um, the mandatory as possible uh, vaccination when it rolls out. So, what does it say? So, they've released another article. And it says, Prime Minister Scott Morrison has claimed that there was an overreaction to his suggestion that the COVID-19 vaccine would be as mandatory as possible, in quotations. Today, Mr Morrison revealed a COVID-19 vaccine could be rolled out to Australia as early as next year, provided it's safe to use. Um, He said it needed to be administered to about 95% of the population to be effective, and I would expect it to be as mandatory as you could possibly make it, is what he said this morning. Yes, I saw that too. He's then come out and said... uh, The vaccination won't be compulsory, though it will be encouraged. That is two very fucking different approaches to this whole thing. (laughs) Jesus. And he then goes, there's been a bit of an overreaction to any suggestion of this. There will be no compulsory vaccine. Now- why the fuck say it? That's yeah, like why, no. Like you, again, and this is what I talked about before, that was a reaction gauging thing. Yeah. That was, you do not say as compulsory as I can possibly, or as you can possibly make it, unless you are either A, intending to fucking do that, or B, you're looking to see how that goes yeah. down. Yeah. Um, and I'd like to think that the reason that we've seen that article, but then it's interesting because they've the same, this is all news.com, right? So they've bounced out the first article referring to what he said fine they've then bounced out the whole oh look at the fucking anti-vaxxers up in arms yeah um and taken the piss out of of the the idea that we think it's a bit fucking bullshit it would be compulsory and then they've come back out with him being like oh i didn't actually mean that i meant the complete fucking opposite oh so annoying dude it's flabbergasting it really is i just it's
1: Ah, oh, yeah little man fuck I mean, but, like, how, when did he When did he do this retraction? Like, literally, like, just then? Yeah, from. that must
0: have come out. I just, like, my Facebook got bombed up with a couple of people sending me the... Fucking hell. And it was, like, a, a little gif with a bear, like, backpedaling yeah, on yeah, a bicycle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, They've
1: obviously gotten the DeLorean and hit fucking... Was it 88? Like,
0: yeah. Yeah, 88 miles per hour and just gone back. Because, uh, yeah, that is... I'm, look, I'm happy for it. It's it's good oh, to know yeah, that it is going to be... Well, it's good to know that the people... An encouraged thing.
1: It's good to know that when we fucking speak up... Uh, it fucking gets heard, man. Well, at least somewhat. Shit. Like, yeah. just because just because he's sitting here saying, oh, it's it's you know, it's not going to be compulsory or whatever, doesn't mean that it, it, when it comes out, you know, in February or, you know, this time next year, they might once again go, all right, yep, yeah, it's fucking mandatory. Yeah. Suck a dick. Don't, you know, like. Yeah.
0: Well, look, I think there has to be a fair bit of stuff. that That's the thing. They haven't gotten to that point yet with any other vaccination. So I don't think it's going to be – but this is what made the coronavirus one scary in a way is because they've made it such this – monolithic, scary thing, which it's not. They've tried to make it out that and that felt like they were doing that as a way to be like, we need this to hit the market and you need to have it now if you want to have a chance at leaving your house again. And that's what was scary. So that article from this morning... Only serve to reinforce those fears to some degree, um, because you're thinking, okay, they've 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 made it seem scarier than what it They've they've locked us down in our houses, and they're saying over and over again that the only thing that's going to get us back to normalcy is by having a vaccination. And then they're yeah. coming out and saying it's going to be mandatory. Like all of those pieces of the puzzle is pretty fucking scary to think yeah. of. So it is, man. It especially is. when, and this is what I was reading this thing earlier. We don't actually fucking know. Like, I, the sceptic in me, and I guess me being a fucking conspiracy then saying the sceptic in me, but the question asker in me, uh, I don't believe for a fucking second that it was some fucking Wuhan bat soup that oh, ended up causing no, like, dude. that is the biggest crock of shit I've nah. ever heard. Nah. Um, and so then that means that we don't fucking know where this came from. Yeah. And the chance that it did fucking, whether it got out by accident or was released on purpose from a fucking lab yeah. is still two very, very scary realities that we should be considering that we've kind of gone away from. They they pretended, the news pretended to care about its origins until we got the bat story and then they went, cool, case closed. And then we haven't gone back there at all. And yeah. uh, that again should raise some, Raisin exactly red right. flags well, that we're not even still querying properly. Where the fuck did well, this where did it come, come from? from?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I, I, I read somewhere uh, before about some uh, Chinese national uh, scientist who was working, uh, shit, I don't know, Fort something. You know how in America they got places called Fort. Yeah, Fort, Fort Lauderdale or, or Fort. something, right. He was working there um, as a scientist in, uh, yeah, wherever this place was. And uh, he got busted by the feds trying to smuggle vials of an unknown substance from America into Wuhan, China. Wow! So I'll, I'll dig into it, and um, yeah, we'll, we'll come back to this next time we're talking about COVID. Well, I'll come back, I'll dig into it, and I'll come back with the facts and shit. But yeah, this guy got busted, and a lot of people were saying uh, in those vials happened to be SARS-CoV
0: two wasn't there so. a monkeys broke into a lab in india and ran away with vials of corona that's a legit article we'll come really? back to that one as well <laughs> that monkeys like broke like robbed a lab like are you fucking kidding me i didn't know that <laughs> yeah we'll find that one
1: and we'll come oh, back and have fine. a chat about all that because right, that's right.
0: ridiculous all
1: right so let's go on this next one president xi jinping launches a historic purge against china's deep state is the headline now that's very interesting very so who's who's reporting? What's the so this news? is on Zero Hedge. Okay, yeah. So basically, like I've gone through a couple of different uh, news sites on here, mm-hmm. and I've um because I wanted to get a bit of a round. I, I didn't want to just go to Zero Hedge, or I didn't want to just go to fucking ABC or Channel Nine or something like that. You know what I mean? I wanted to get both sides of the coin and both sides of you know like mainstream media and um alternate media as well. So, so
0: before we go into this article, because you might be able to educate me more, because I don't know. and I know I know China has a massive influence, but I've always assumed that Xi Jinping was at the head of that corruption. The corruption, yeah. Well, um, so this article then, seems to contradict that. Well, from what I've heard, that is the
1: opposite of what's happening. So Xi Jinping has been uh, in power, I think it's like I said, for like eight years now or something like that
0: didn't Xi Jinping have like a meeting with Trump and was like all like yeah. actually which is one of the first people who's actually yeah. that's interesting cuz that kind of leans into the whole if if let's say Jinping, oh that's so hard Xi Jinping is a white hat. Yeah. And that's where the meeting with Trump and the North Korea thing and everything that happened. That's interesting.
1: Well, look, from from the little bits and pieces that I've uh, collected over the last couple of uh, years, it seems that Look, we could, be po- we could be so wrong, but like, fuck, it seems like he's a white hat. Yeah. Which is, but he's a white hat at the helm of a country that is deeply, deeply infiltrated. So it's interesting. But here it says, one of uh, Xi's most senior allies has called for a Maoist purge of China's domestic security apparatus. Within one week of the call, party and forces launched investigations into at least 21 police and judicial officers. Dozens more have been taken down in the weeks since. So far, the most high-profile figure to face charges is the police chief of Shanghai. Yeah, wow. Yeah. That's not a fucking small position, man. It appears that President Xi is launching his own war against China's deep state by launching a full-blown purge of state security apparatus. The ultimate goal of the campaign is simple, create police, prosecutors and judges who are absolutely loyal, absolutely pure and absolutely reliable. So essentially he's doing the same thing in China as what Trump has been doing in America. Mm. He's been making these people out themselves, like um, what was the head of the FBI again?
0: Uh, James Comey. Comey, yeah.
1: So they're making these people fuck up royally, out themselves as
0: part of the deep state uh, and then firing them. Yeah, and then whether it's perjury charges that they can end up because they've lied under oath and, yeah. and all of those sort of things. Um, yeah, there's a big network, and and uh, the that start. We we need to come back to that in one of our. I can't wait to do the the because I need to look into it further, but I'm looking forward to doing the like Obama Gate, Spy Gate. Yeah, me too. One man. and really focusing on just how fucked the entire. Um, Russia collusion narrative and and the Pfizer warrants and and everything that led to, you know, them being able to spy on the Trump campaign. Yeah. And this is the thing as well, is that I I think, again, we'll come back to this, but I think they thought they were going to find something. I think they felt like they were going to find their ace in the hole very early and then just completely do away with this campaign. Impeaching. Um, And... Uh, and, well, again, before you even needed impeaching, I think, because they were surveilling him bef- while he was a candidate, which yeah, is what yeah, makes the whole thing yeah. so fucked up. So I think they thought they were going to find something real early and stop him from ever making a genuine yep. run. That's that whole, you know, the the Q post, they they never thought she was going to lose. Mm. and That's because they had done all of these things. They thought that they were going to find something, their ace in the hole. Um, and then when they didn't, and then it got to the point of people voting, and and people didn't want to fucking vote for a corrupt email shredding fucking yeah. witch yeah. Um, he ended up he ended yeah, up yeah. edging a win, yeah. and uh, and now they're in even. Oh man, this this Democratic convention Mate. over the last couple of days. Well,
1: fucking hell,
0: man. It it's look. I
1: almost think that there's. I haven't read any uh, theories about it, but I almost think that they're they're throwing this on purpose, dude. It's fucked. It's it's that bad, like um. Biden's not out here saying anything that makes sense to do with anything. The dude's fucking seen. He's not even basically. speaking
0: at the convention. Like, yeah. There are other people speaking for him because they don't want him to get up there and just make a fucking dick of himself yep. on a national TV. No one likes Kamala Harris. No one gives a shit about her.
1: Let's no. be real. No. They are backed so fucking far into a corner right now. They Boy, really are, man. My Facebook had some fun last week, didn't it? With jeez, <laughs> oh, Yeah. So what 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 happened with that man? Because like basically, as I was driving around in the morning at work, I had a bit of a look, and there was and there was like twenty seven comments or something like that. And then I looked in the afternoon, 30, and there was like yeah, fucking almost two hundred comments on one of your statuses. And I was like, what the fuck's going on here?
0: Well, look, obviously, I'd been sharing a lot of stuff, just m- focusing around the fact that she was. Um, you know, she'd previously ran and and talked about how she was like, you know, running under her Indian heritage and whatever else. And now all of a sudden she was leaning really hard into the, to the black heritage, which is fine. But, you know, again, it's concerning when you're, when your history as a prosecutor and what you did to, uh, you know, young black people and, and all of these things doesn't really fit you now putting on this fucking suit of armor and pretending like that's what you care about. And so, that's my thought process, right? I'm thinking, you know, you've, you've condemned Biden in the past for his policies that were, uh, you know, central around segregation and, and these sort of things. Your family in Jamaica were, were slave owners. You know, all of these things don't really paint the picture that you're now trying to paint the people. So when I shared that thing of her and her... Very white family. That's all I was intending to point out. Yeah. That someone who is now putting on this whole—you know—she came out and said, "Oh, in in college I was listening to Tupac and Biggie and smoking weed." And she like graduated before they were even artists. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so just like pandering to the fucking highest level. So I'd obviously shared many things of that pandering, like you know, calling her out for her pandering stuff. Um, but obviously, the the meme itself probably you know had a had a a way to be interpreted as 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 racist because it was, you know, basically pointing at her, her color and her white family or whatever. But um, yeah, so you know, I had to take the L a little bit on that one and say, yeah, that's not obviously not what I intended and clear that up very clearly. Yeah, well yeah, Again, that's I'm trying to, I'm doing the opposite. I'm calling her out on the atrocities that she's caused and and been a part of and being complicit in, and that she's called out Biden for them and now she's supporting him. Um, so clearly that's not my agenda in doing it, but you know I've got to be conscientious of the things that i'm I'm sharing are also not towing the line of that stuff. Yeah, well, that's it, um, man because you don't you never know how someone's going to take it. That's exactly right, man. And it's always going to be... But look, that's exactly where my argument to the main person who has said it was that the way that they approached it with me as well was calling me out like a fucking racist dog straight away yeah. as opposed to being like, hey, man, be mindful of this because you're going to get a much better reaction out of someone by giving them the educational approach than the fucking barking approach. Yeah. Like, And yeah. again, anyone who like, I believe this person has has seen the tone of my Facebook over a very long time and it is not a fucking racist tone. Mate, so, I've, I've never heard you say anything racist. Um, all, so. so, yeah, for, for him, like, you know, it was just about being like, hey, like when it got – when it simmered down and we had a conversation and he gave me his points, I was like, yeah, man, I see that. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, yeah because just, you're not you know, a fucking idiot that's not afraid to look at it from someone else's point of view, really. Like, exactly, but they've got to give me an opportunity to do that before. But if you're going to come at me and call me out like I've done something wrong straight away – yeah. When clearly that's not my intention, well then it's going to turn into a 200 comment well yeah spree where people it, are coming in to defend me and like again it was nice that people were coming out defending me and stuff and didn't help necessarily yeah. get us to the point of reconciliation quicker than it probably could have but you know I still would rather people coming out into my defence rather than being lampooned oh, yeah, by I'm a collective nice. um, so yeah it's all about learning man you that's you it. got to you can't be a knowledgeable person in this stuff and not be prepared to become more knowledgeable or learn more. Yeah, We're never done learning.
1: That's it, man. All right, we'll move on to the next one here. So Shadowgate, this documentary by Millie Weaver. When you linked it to me, I was like, I need to suss this out because this looks really cool. This looks really cool. And now I've uh, seen semi-recently that uh, she's been arrested.
0: So that's very... So, that ties right into the Spygate stuff. It does. And we might come yeah. back and really dive into the actual contents of it another time. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, it's, it's basically talking about, you know, uh, the shadow government and their role in... Like, it, it sort of explains, like, how they actually... How, like, a deep state works and how they basically, you know, create these roles for people... Um, in these little secular organisations where their key role is to, you know, influence these things or to, to have these things operating and and how deep it runs and whatever else. Um, and, you know, she's got a few different people on there who were once doing this kind of normal job and then they were asked to come over and do this yep. and before they knew it they were involved in this in this massive thing that they're now blowing the whistle about. So, yeah. Um, yeah, and it seems like they're not happy about it straight away.
1: Yeah. Well, from what I've seen, it says like the, the warrant was issued for arrest before the documentary mm-hmm. was going to be released. So a lot of people were saying, oh, yeah, it was going to be busting out when it, you know, went, as soon as it she, the doco came out, she got arrested. So a lot of people were thinking, that you know, like, how sus is this? You know, and, and it says here she was arrested over a fight with her mother over a cell phone. Yeah. Or something like that. But then I've seen uh, when I was searching for this, I saw other articles that were saying she's d- been done on all these felony charges and all these bits. This, the amount of lies, man, it's fucking intense.
0: Yeah, dude, it's very um, very sketchy and just like anything, you know, when someone's coming out and, and trying to bring these explosive claims to the table, you have to look very seriously at, at how they're being um, – how they're then being – you know, brought in, brought to justice, or whatever, or um, it's like the pandemic thing—the yep. thing that I told you about how um, all her, uh, the the I can't remember her name right now, Judy something, but um, you know, all of her co-workers and stuff came out and said that they arrested her on a chargeless, like they didn't have a warrant, a search warrant, and they, and that she's never been charged. And when that pandemic documentary came out, which we'll talk about another time. Um, all the fact checkers and everything came Went out and wild. basically said, no, it was on charges and blah blah yeah. blah. Like they're so quick. Yeah. Um one of the cool things about that that we're talking about today it's like the so you've got fact checkers that are all backed by these big tech companies as well, right? Um and then you've obviously got, you know, Twitter, Facebook, YouTube controlling the the stream of information as well. And then you've got people in lockdown. Where if they go and search something on Google, they're getting controlled results. If they search it on YouTube yeah, they're nice. getting controlled results. everything on Facebook is telling them it's it's been fact-checked and it's a load of shit yeah so unless they're actually they're already like us who know where and who to find uh, citizen journalism from or they and they're not going out and sitting at the pub with their friends like it, there is a part of me that's going oh you know when they're home and they can research and this is the best time for them to look at it but when they're controlling the stream of information, and like this this article or this video that I was watching, it's like our logical brain goes when you search for something on Google and you see the first five arguments go, false claims by conspirator or you know, conspiracy theorists, uh, you know, debunked this, debunked that. You watch five you see five articles from completely unrelated sources say that something's debunked. Well, you're not wrong to think that it's yeah, fucking of debunked. Course.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly.
0: Right. So then you have to take a step back and understand that like that's been they're actually engineering that so yeah. that people aren't Able to find yep. the, stu- the other side of the coin.
1: Yeah, and the same people owning this, owning all the same outlets, are saying the same thing. So it's kind of like combine all the people owning the mainstream media, same people owning the mainstream media, with the big tech companies silencing. Look, they fucking censored us for fuck's sake.
0: You know what, yep. what I mean? Like we've just started with this thirty-two thing. subscribers. Yeah,
1: it's you know what I mean, like. They're they they're trying really hard. Like when I was trying to like for the the last conspiratorium, when I was trying to find information on Q, every, you type in Q and on, and the fucking top ten results that come up are all just fucking like BuzzFeed and Vox and shit like that. So it's like, how are you supposed to really? And like you said, unless like unless it's like us, how are you supposed to know where to go unless yeah. you know?
0: Yeah. So that's exactly right, and it's uh, you know. That's a crazy thing. That's again something that should should make everyone ask questions. Um, is um, what's happened? <laughs> did you? He's he's I bought,
1: bought. I accidentally went through for the Domino's order and then ordered Hungry the Jacks. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I canceled that order. So, so he's. How so much did you just spend on? Yeah, how much did you spend on food? 50 bucks. 50 bucks. So Rookie's just gone and bought two pizzas. And that, that would have been that knock on the door that you heard in the background then. Right. And then we've just gone and, and, and fucking five minutes later we've had another knock and he's, now he's got Hungry Jacks as well. The great You're thing is, is that
0: the stories so far that everyone knows of you on this podcast are just you wanking in a jail cell or ordering two separate foods accidentally. <laughs>
1: yeah, that's it. They know nothing. So we're else. just
0: painting a Fucking fantastic picture of yourself to the uh, yeah. To the wormholes they just think audience. you're
1: they, they just think you're insensitive <laughs> and dumb.
0: <That's> it. <laughs> is, is it insensitive to jerk off? I don't think it's insensitive as much as it is just fucking. Weird. No,
1: I was talking about when he got when he was talking about going to the disabled toilets with the fucking and the guy in the wheelchair was knocking and trying to get in.
0: That. Oh, they didn't know about that yet. That's a that's a non-wormhole story. He only no, talked he about jerking off. Bro. Oh, really? I yeah. thought he only talked about jerking off. No, he there. says that
1: at the end of the last episode. Oh. Yeah. Oh, no. Well, if they don't, now they know.
0: Yeah, and it, yeah, that's right. Yeah, Rookie, he's a fucking
1: stand-up guy. <laughs> he's a stand-up guy. He is. He is. Anyway, um, <laughs> what were we talking about before we started laughing? You are dumb as bricks, bros. Seriously. Did you just spill that? No, no. Okay, cool. Okay. All right. All right, all right.
0: Let's move on to the next story.
1: Canada approves psilocybin or magic mushroom therapy for four dying cancer patients.
0: Yes, that's so good. Fuck yeah! Seeing a lot more of this, like DMT and uh, MDMA, and that we talked about that in one of the very early episodes. It's good to see, you, man. It is
1: great. On on Tuesday, Health Minister Paddy Hajdu I don't know if I'm saying that right introduced a new exemption to the country's controlled drug acts. Drug and Substances Act, allowing for for patients fighting incurable cancer to use psilocybin to help ease their end-of-life anxiety and pain. See, how fucking beautiful is that? Yeah, that's amazing. Advocates and uh, clinicians throughout North America have been increasingly vocal about psilocybin's promising results in a range of psychotherapeutic settings, including treatment of depression, addiction and end-of-life distress. According to a December 2016 study from New York University, a single dose of psilocybin rap- rapidly and drastically reduces depression and anxiety among cancer patients. So, look, I don't know why the fuck this hasn't come out. But once again, this is the deep state trying to suppress anything that's going to make you uh, not Vibrated buy fucking pharmaceutical – Yeah, vibrate yeah. at a high level and not buy a pharma- pharmaceutical products because they, they'd yep. rather fucking
0: fill you with fucking oxycodone if they could, man. Yeah, and that shit is um, an interesting story about that actually. T- talking about, about the weed thing. I had to have a, a small surgery uh, five or six years ago, and I came out of the I came out of the operation, and they handed me all my pills, and it was just oxy after oxy. Yeah. They brought me this lunch, and I couldn't eat it; like barely could touch it. And all I wanted to do was have a spliff. Like that's what I felt like I was like was gonna make me feel better. And I ended up messaging my mate, and I was like, "Can you?" can you bring me one down? I'm going to see if I can get out for a walk and yeah. I'm just going to fucking have one because I'm in pain and I feel like it's going to help that and I need to try and sleep here tonight yeah, and it's going to help that and maybe it's going to help me eat as well. And so like I'm, I'm in agony and I have, yeah, like I'm so hungry and lethargic and like so I said to the nurse, I'm like, can, my mate's going to come here. Can he take me out for a bit of a walk? They're like, yeah, no worries, as long as you're escorted by someone. So we're, we're out around the fucking corner of the lower Mac. Yeah, yeah, but I'm in a fucking gown and a jumper. Yeah. Uh, crouched down behind a power box, bro, and I've had a few hits of this spliff. And yeah. I came back into that fucking hospital room singing. They had my dinner there by the time I got back. I yeah. smashed my lunch and my dinner. Yeah, yeah. Like, just felt killer. Oh your appetite back, um, yeah. And then lay down, passed out, woke up feeling relatively good considering I just had surgery and got discharged yeah. the next morning. And it was just mind-blowing to me that it was like – the only option I had at that moment, from a hospital perspective, was to sit there and shut up and wait for my next dose of oxy and hope that I yeah. knocked myself out from painkiller fucking deadness yeah. and tiredness, um, as opposed to what and and wouldn't have been able to eat and just you know would have ended up still feeling so much worse the next day because I was able to get all that food in me and then I was drinking heaps of water and like it was just it just made such an unbelievable difference. Yeah. Again, it's not going to be for everyone, but that's just a crazy thing to think of when you look at it from a medicinal perspective. Um, Yeah, why? Why would that be? Why is that so bad?
1: Yeah, well, that's exactly right, man. It's like, why aren't we approaching uh, health in all these different ways, especially something like swallo that is natural. Yeah, I get It's like, yeah, it's it's why why aren't they why aren't they legalizing? Why haven't they legalized this a hundred years ago, man? You know what I mean? Like it's 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 really um, it really shows to people that there's forces out there that don't want you to fucking. F- Feel good. Don't want you to be because people that are healthy aren't customers to them. So No, that's right. And there's no money made in something well, that just yeah, grows, something that grows out of the floor, you know. It also says here, recent studies have shown that uh, a micro dose of psilocybin, far from the level needed for a full-blown trip, actually increases creativity and empathy of participants. See, that doesn't even surprise me one fucking bit, man. Not at all. Like, um, it makes you think in such interesting ways. I'm sure, I'm, As I'm sure you know, it's, it really makes you think in um i don't know it's almost like you, f- you feel like you're thinking in another dimension somewhat yeah. because you think about things that you just cannot think of sober like well,
0: it was like the meditation thing we were talking about last week like where you you know that takes effort to push you through to that and even that's in a in a really good state isn't as intense as you can get from having a little microdose of of, of something that grows in the ground yeah um yeah, it's, it's just crazy that these things are, are so heavily suppressed. And again, they've just demonised it all so much. They've just made right, it sound yeah. like people that are t- speaking out positively about this stuff are, are crazy. And I think that's why... What I love about this podcast and the feedback we've been getting back so far is that we're trying to bring everything in such a real way so then, when people, when we're having this conversation right now and we've we've talked about what we've talked about and we've done the mental health and we've, and we've talked about music and, and all of these different things and we I'd like to think that we sound somewhat profound in, in our understanding of these so things. Like so when you hear us talk about that, that you're going well, I've, I've bought into a lot of what they've had to say so far and, and whatever else, so they're, they're maybe there's something here and that it's worth looking into or whatever. I'm not saying go out into fucking kite pole and, and start picking random ones. Don't. No. Definitely no, don't no, do no, that no, because there's some that. danger there. But, um, you know, if it ever comes across or, or it presents an opportunity for you at some point in the future... Um, don't be afraid a, of it. ...in a controlled circumstance with people that you love... Um, where you, you build yourself up to exactly what you want to do and what you feel comfortable to doing, there's no, I don't feel that there's any reason why you should be afraid of it. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, because there's definitely benefits. Um, and it's the 100%. same with, you know, I think it's the same with, with weed and, and, and CBD oil and stuff now as well. Like, these things are, shouldn't be seen as outlandish Um. Really. anymore. And as I said, the proof is in the pudding with my parents. You know, they, yeah. they literally swear by it now. Yeah. Um, and at once upon a time, they they would have laughed in the face of me being like, you should try this shit. That's, that's again, it's their progression, it's their learning. And it. if they could feel about it that way one time and then completely change their mind and now try to influence others into doing the same thing, then everyone can, can eventually change their thinking as well. Definitely, dude.
1: Definitely. All right, we'll, we'll finish it off with one more, eh? Yeah, mm-hmm. I know we wanted to talk about this one. Pentagon's top secret UFO unit to brief the Senate. As an ex-official says, off-world vehicles have been found. It's as if something from outside this planet that might actually be better than the Chinese or Russians, said Senator Marco Rubio. Now, look, fucking shit. i tell you what, man. Like, the amount of evidence out there that uh, unidentified aerial phenomena, as they like to call it these days, uh, exists. But we're just going to go with UFOs because everyone knows them as UFOs, not UAPs.
0: So we're going to call them UFOs. So stupid that they're like, oh yeah, we'll change the name because this other one's become too like buzzwordy. Well, so yeah, go that's it, man. UAP, so it doesn't get picked up in a fucking search or something. I don't know. It's yeah, great.
1: I don't know. I, I I can't really think of the whole you know point behind it, but yeah, it just says here a once co- uh, the once covert UFO unit, which operates within the U.S. Navy's Office of Naval Intelligence, will soon begin giving regular biannual updates on its research to the U.S. U.S. Senate's Intelligence Committee. So that's very interesting. I think in the one of the uh, previous episodes I actually talked about the um, TR-3B, mm-hmm. the uh, flying triangle. There's a patent that has been released. I don't know if it's by somebody who had something to do with the Navy or, or what, but this is a tangible evidence if you go to try and find it, you, you should be able to find it. The TR-3B is a floating triangle which um, seems to operate on – Uh, anti-gravitic technology as far as it seems. So I know a lot of people probably don't really think about this much in their day-to-day lives but think about how much much change that could bring if anti-gravitic technology started becoming prominent. You know, like cars could have safety systems that when they detect a crash or it's about to crash, both cars turn on an anti-gravity system and the impact's mitigated essentially because there's no gravity, there's no force pushing them together. You know, you'd probably just, like, bounce off each other or something, you know? Like, I don't know. So so it's very – and, like – and, uh, yeah, spacecraft or f- uh, um, air travel, you know? Planes will just, like, be able to go so much further and so much cheaper and so much faster, you And, know?
0: Like, like, even not even looking at it from an alien perspective, like, if you are silly to not think that there are not these things, there are not technologies that have been either – Say found or discovered from from extraterrestrial stuff, or that have just been that are already being built and developed found by in labs that yep. they are suppressing the technology until they've got it to the point that they can make the most fucking money from it, especially 100%, um, that no one else can get a hold of it or no one else can whatever, and that they're just waiting for you know the way to make it the most profitable. Um, because yeah, you're silly not to think that there's not things out there that that haven't hit the market yet that are already in these places that well, definitely, these secret man. things Well, that's like
1: the Nazi bell. Have you ever heard about the Nazi bell? No. So back in uh, World War II, I think it was, World War II, uh, the Nazis had a very strong scientific team uh, researching anti-gravitic technology and there was a like a, a bell-shaped craft that they've uh, they've got plans, or that you can find plans of which was supposedly uh, anti-gravitic. And then you've would have heard about Operation Paperclip before, yes. Where these Nazi scientists have been brought over to the uh, the North American continent after end of World War Two and continue their development. So, well,
0: that's how NASA. The first ever yeah. head of NASA was a um, I can't think of his name right now, but he was the former former Nazi scientist. Yeah, ended up being the head of NASA. Yep. So yeah, we they were so angry at those you know those crazy Nazis that they gave them prominent positions in government. Yeah. you know.
1: It's like, did the Nazis ever go away? Did they really ever go away? That's the question, man.
0: Very good question. Mm.
1: All right. Well, should we pack uh, it up here? Yeah, I think that. We won't. We won't go too deep into UFOs we we, we could have hundred episodes on UFOs. I yeah, I think really,
0: I'm looking forward to doing a actual. We'll sit down yeah. and we'll fucking. Yep. We'll do a whole one because we then we can go deep on. You know, talking about all of the the accounts and the oh, the people yeah. that have come out on their deathbed and talked about yeah. the stuff they've seen and whistleblowers. Um, and then obviously you know get into our own sort of theories about the whole thing. And I think that needs a needs a full up, my friend. I
1: think it does. I think it definitely does.
0: But no. another one down. Another, another one good down. One. That was good. That
1: was good. That was very good. Very very. If very. this one felt really quick to me.
0: Yeah, no, that did. It went really fucking fast. But and then we're gonna do their little special one on the weekend as well, which yeah. is exciting.
1: Bonus episode. Boners.
0: Boners. We'll call that a bonus episode. (laughs) bonus episode. (laughs) That's great. All right. Thank you for coming up, mate. It's been a good chat. As always, uh, you know, keep... Keep. We've got a couple of reviews that have come through this week on the Facebook page. Yeah. Um, how heartwarming, man! That's so so cool. good. Um, we the feedback just keeps coming in. I'm just constantly just it. It's so good. I'll just be sitting at work, um, and just get a message from someone being like, "Hey, man!" And it'll be like either I've just got a chance to listen to the first episode. I love it. Can't wait to listen to the rest. Um, it'll be you know they've just listened to the the latest one from last week, and they've been they've been giving us feedback the whole way through. Um, it's just amazing. That, that's yeah. the motivation we need. And and please do not hesitate if you're listening to this and you think and i haven't really said anything i have been listening like tell us tell us what you think tell us if there's anything we you, we could do better tell us what you want us to talk about with yeah, like a few yeah. people
1: i haven't had anyone actually say like um oh you guys should do other than uh swati likes to party shout out to swati i know he'll be listening uh, he, he mentioned that he wanted uh, me to talk about Adrenochrome, so I did in the
0: yeah, conspiratorial. Yeah, I've had one. Rona. That's my couple, two or three requests now for Rona, so I'm glad we've done a little bit more sort of Rona discussion tonight. Um, yeah. But, yeah, everyone's been keen to hear our take on Rona. But one of the things i said is that it's – it's very difficult because it's very tricky. It's a kind of a weird yeah. circumstance at the moment, yeah. and things like that are better analysed in hindsight when we can look back and go, here's all the pieces of information that ended up being you know what happened, and then we can make a very informed opinion. I don't we yeah. never want this podcast to be us just spouting our opinions about time. things because, then it, it is easy for us to end up looking like fucking dickheads. Definitely, uh, which it, we're, we're going to anyway. <laughs> yeah, it um, will get
1: to that point, no doubt. Uh, but, um, yeah, but, it's, it's we'll yeah. touch
0: on it a bit, but I think that it will be one of those things where you know once the the smoke the dust has settled and the smoke's cleared a little bit, we'll come back and really fucking yep. dive into it, looking at it from 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 start to finish. Um, but yeah look hit those subscribe buttons um, yeah. share the share the facebook page around for us keep the reviews coming yeah. um we we may have a we're starting to work on a little bit of wormholes merch that might be um yes, we are. coming out soon we so work. Um, See, that's
1: another thing we could get ideas for. If someone like you know has an idea for a for a shirt or for a for a hat or something mug, cool like a study that,
0: holder, something like that. Yeah. Um, you know, obviously we're going to get the logo because that's the recognisable part. The but we're going to make um, we want to make some cool shit as well. So that, yeah. look forward to that. And yeah, thanks again. Thank you very much. Post G.